playing and quoting scripture. I just wanted to, I jotted down three things I just want to close us with. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verse 11, the Bible says, By the which we're sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. And every priest standeth daily ministering and offering oftentimes the same sacrifices, which can never take away sins. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down at the right hand of God. From henceforth, expecting till his enemies uh, be uh, made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. Whereof the Holy Ghost also is a witness to us. For after that he had said before, This is the covenant that I'll make with them after these days, saith the Lord. I'll put my laws into their hearts and in their minds. Will I write them? And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now where the remission of these is, there no more offering for sin. A supplemental pal- uh, uh, scripture to that would be found over in Second Corinthians chapter 5. He's made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf, that we might become the righteousness of God. As I look here, I... I thought about uh, the fact that Jesus has paid it all. That was evident through what we heard this morning. He's paid it all. Many times uh, I'll be somewhere eating breakfast by myself or my wife and I'll be somewhere. And some of you gracious people, some of you not real gracious, but some of you are real gracious. And I go to pay my check and they said, your check's already paid. And I'm thinking, well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When you understand that Jesus made one sacrifice. Now before that, there was a continual onslaught of animals. Over, 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 over again. But when Jesus made the sacrifice, the Bible says he sat down at the right hand of the Father. When he sat down, that symbolized the fact that it was over. Perfect work of salvation was finished. So I, I can't help but think Jesus has paid it all. And then, then, then I jotted down this. The sacrifice that Jesus made paid for all of our sins. There, there are so many people still looking and every day digging up sins and trying to... Uh, that sacrifice covers all our sins in the past, the present, and the future. It doesn't give us a... Uh, a, a, a way to go out and just sin on purpose. But what it does is it's, it has justified us. It is in the process of sanctifying us. And one day it's going to be glorifying us. And we'll live forevermore. The third thing that I just jotted down here is my sins are forgiven. <laughs> They're gone. Let me tell you, when the devil reminds you of just how sorry you are, you need to remind him of what his future is. Because I'm telling you, my sins are forgiven. You'd have to go to the deepest part of the sea and try to dig them up, and you're not going to find them. You'd have to go to where the east meets the west, and that doesn't happen. They're separated. Far my sins 
have been forgiven. I read about an old mountaineer up in the mountains of Kentucky, and uh, he had a hobby of catching rattlesnakes. Now, that doesn't appeal to me. But for some of you, I'm, I mean, I may not charge you up. You, you, you'd enjoy that. But he, he caught the biggest rattlesnake that he'd ever caught before. It had 14 rattlers on it. Caught that thing, put it in a box, put a glass lid over the box. He was out in the field working. His little five-year-old boy managed to knock the glass off the box. Snake sprang out and bit him in the cheek. He ran out the door to tell his daddy what had happened. His daddy came back in there. He took a hoe, and if he hit that snake one time, he, he cut it in a hundred different pieces. And then he looked at his son, and he took out his knife, and he, he cut a chunk out of his son's face and began to try to get the poison venom out of that. That's all he knew to do. Yet the little boy's face kept swelling and swelling. He ended up stiffening up and the little boy died. The father later at the funeral said, I would have given a thousand rattlesnakes just to have my little boy back. Now, folks, let me just level with you this morning. I'm not preaching, I'm just talking. Some of y'all this morning playing with rattlesnakes. And you may be old enough and you may be mature enough that those snakes are not going to bother you. But there's some children watching you. Some grandchildren watching you. There's some people whose kids in this church are watching you. I would just encourage you this morning. Whatever it is that's keeping you from totally being surrendered to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's like a rattlesnake. You don't want to mess with it. I was reading about Abraham Lincoln. And you guys in school, there are there's some important people in our history. Your books don't tell much about them anymore. Your history books are a poor excuse for the history of America. Uh, but anyway, Abraham Lincoln was coming by a town center and he saw this little girl being auctioned off like a piece of property. She was probably 14, maybe 15 years old. And he walked over there and he knew she'd been abused and had been just knocked down and just been treated like dirt. And here she was being sold as a piece of property. And Abraham Lincoln began to bid on her. And as he would bid on her, somebody else would raise the bid. He'd bid again, somebody else would raise the bid. Finally, though, Abraham Lincoln won the bid. And the little girl came over to him and said, All right, wh wh what do you want me to do? He said, I want to set you free. The little girl said, No, I, I know you just purchased me. What do, you, what do you want me to do? What am I got to do? He said, I just want to set you free. She said, uh, Are you talking about free to do what I want to do? And Abraham Lincoln said, yes. I'm talking about setting you free to do what you want to do. She said, are you talking about free to let me say what I want to say? 
And Abraham Lincoln said, yes, I'm talking about setting you free to say what you want to say. The little girl said, are you talking about setting me free to go anywhere I want to go? And Abraham Lincoln said, yes, honey, I'm going to set you free to go wherever you want to go. And she looked at Abraham Lincoln and she said, then I want to go with you. I want to tell you this morning, the Lord Jesus Christ has set us free. There's no one else worth following. There's no one else worth bowing to. There's no one else worth worshiping this morning. You've heard a beautiful, beautiful, soul-searching pathway to being saved this morning. I'm asking you this morning, come to Jesus and be set free. Would you bow your heads? Our musicians come. Father, we just ask you this morning, would you just speak to the hearts of men, women, and children in this place today? Lord, you promised us that when Scripture went out, it would not return void. And Lord, we've heard some Scripture today. And I'm asking you, Lord Jesus, to burn it deep within hearts that decisions would be made. God, I'm asking you this morning to set some Christians free. I'm asking you to, Lord, bring Christians to this altar and may they just say, Lord, I've been been dealing with rattlesnakes and I've been and I, I want to clear it up I want to get with you Lord Jesus there are others in this place that if they die before they go home this afternoon they're not going to spend eternity in heaven it'll be in a place called hell so Lord right now would you just speak to their heart I can't do it no one else can do it Matt's done a marvelous job but Lord he can't do it either they must be sought by the Holy Spirit of God. And I'm asking you, Lord, to seek them out today and save them before it's eternally too late. Let your will be done in every life in this worship center today. In Jesus' name. Would you stand with us? Christians, you lead the way. Come, these altars are open. Come on. I've decided to follow Jesus. To follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. I have decided to follow Jesus. Christians, would you lead the way? No turning back. Just a moment, Aaron. Just go ahead and play. I was reading A.W. Tozer this morning. And this is what A.W. Tozer said. He said, Christians don't tell lies, we just sing them. We don't tell lies, we just sing them. We just got through singing, singing. I'll follow, I'm no turning back. And I'm telling you, some of you have already decided to turn back. Sing another verse, Brother Aaron. 